Well, hello and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Susan DeSenzi. In today's episode, Becoming a Real Badass, this show is a little bit ranty today, but it's a kind of a rant in a good way because it's really about redefining what being a badass means, how you show up really authentically as you. And so it's not about like being authentic and here's the steps to being authentic. It's really about how you are already a badass and you probably don't know it. And you can learn to become a real badass for yourself and be sexy and authentic and inspiring and motivated to really step out there in your life in a full, big, beautiful way. So as you listen in, just kind of take it all in. And then as you find little things are coming up, ask yourself some of the questions that I ask in in the episode and see how it applies to you. So I hope that you enjoy the show and I'll see you on the other side. You know, when I started this show, I got a lot of gruff from people about like using the word badass and swearing and things like that. Not from listeners, but from well-intentioned people who had ideas about whether or not I should, you know, throw F-bombs, whether I should say shit, uh, you know, the people that would be listening might be offended um, there could be children listening when an adult might be listening to the podcast episode. Um, things like a badass that has like this negative connotation, like, oh, being a badass is like, you know, stereotype here. I'm admitting that, but stereotyped kind of like, you know, the, the biker people who, and I don't say guys or girls because it's, you know, anybody, right? Who are all tattooed up and you know they they like do drugs and which is totally you know not true i know so many people who own bikes who look like they're rough and tough and they're the biggest teddy bears in the world male and female but you know that whole stereotype image right and it just was making me think about how i needed to step in and do what i wanted to do and here's the truth i see bad assness bad assery as your willingness, my willingness to step completely into who you are, to show up completely who you are as you are. And if that means you say some swear words sometimes, so what? If that means that you are not vegan and you eat meat, so what? If that means that you are super thrilled and happy in your life being someone who stays at home and cares for the children, again, whether it's male or female, so what? If that means you dress the way you want to dress, you have the hairstyle and the coloring that you want, that you're doing what you want, so the fuck what? The idea behind being a badass and being a fully expressed, spiritually and fully humanly expressed divine badass is that you are stepping into who you are completely and that you are deciding and making the choice 
what is in your best and highest, what is important to you, and not based on what anybody else says you should be doing or thinks you ought to be doing or your thoughts even that say, well, if I would have, or if I could have, then everything would have been different or this would have turned out differently. Here's the truth. It's all bullshit. It's going to turn out the way it's going to turn out. That phrase, which you may love or hate, it is what it is, is really a beautiful phrase, to be honest with you, because it brings you back to the present moment. And bringing you back to the present moment allows you to go within and decide within yourself, if in this present moment, this feels good to me, this feels right to me, and this expresses more of who I am and how I choose to show up, as well as does this represent the best and highest version of me today? Not who you might be tomorrow, not who you were a week ago or six years ago, but who you are today. And I find that sexy. I find that like passionate. I find that to be attractive. I find that to be that thing called charisma that brings you in and pulls you in to that person or that situation because that person or persons are showing up exactly who they are and who they're meant to be in that moment. And so to me, starting the show and saying that I invite you and wish for you and desire for you to become the fully spiritually expressed, resilient badass that you were born to be is simply because I see you as soul. I've been called the soul poet. I've been called a soul weaver. I am a master light weaver among other kind of, you know, tools and spiritual things that I have learned and utilized and become adept at. But the truth is, all those are just labels, and they were just other people's opinions about how they saw me showing up in their life, whether I showed up in a professional capacity to help them move through something and learn to walk with something from a therapeutic perspective or a coaching perspective, whether I did a, a reading for them or an intuitive healing session, whether I used my singing bowls and my other shamanic instrumentation that I have that I love that you'll hear one day soon on the show, regardless of these tools that I use, I show up completely as me to the best of my ability. And this, these labels, that was how they saw me, right? In their world, I was a soul weaver to them, or I was a soul poet. And I just found it, you know, really interesting that I stood my ground and said, no, I'm not saying I haven't had issues along the way with defining things sometimes, you know, within kind of the space of the marketing world, within the space of kind of being out there in, in the public eye and going more globally that, yeah, you know, sometimes you have to have some of those kind of marketing language pieces and call it something specific and let people know that how you help them is by, you know, this result or by this 
particular doorway they can walk through. But the truth is, is that it still has to come from you. It has to come from what is passionate for you and what feels good for you. And I have really learned that this year, that this podcast, my life, my life's work, is about me literally showing up completely as who I am, as authentically as I can. And that means telling you how scared I am when something, you know, I come up against something and feel like I've hit a brick wall and I'm like, shit, that hurt. I don't want to hit that brick wall again. But I know that I have to kind of, you know, pick away at that brick wall in order to really break through it and come out on the other side. That means telling you when I'm super excited about something and allowing my enthusiasm to just like be like off the chain. It means when I show up with you and say, hey, I'm kind of like not feeling it so well today, right? You know, like I'm not feeling so well in my body. I'm not feeling so well in my emotions. I'm not feeling so well in my spirit. Like I don't feel super connected. It's all of it because that's how we navigate the human experience, right? But what I'm, what I'm super excited about is that I have really learned to stand my ground and have my voice. I've really learned to step into a place within myself that says, this is what makes me feel good. And this is what makes me happy. And this is what is fun. And this is what is exciting. And this is what is inspiring. And if that helps just even one person, learn how to step into their own badassery and use their voice and stand in their power. Because, you know, all that shit are buzzwords, right? Stand in your power, be empowered, uh, break through the limiting beliefs and all of that. Yes, it's all important. But a lot of it has become very buzzy type words. And then we sit there and we listen to this and we're like, but how? How do we do that? How do we really understand those pieces within ourselves? And, you know, the truth is, it's, it's not necessarily easy at all. You have to be willing to kind of go within and take a look at what is important to you, what feels good to you, what feels fun for you, what feels right for you, what inspires you. And then instead of comparing it to the external world, the outside world, and looking at what others are doing and saying, oh, does this fit? You know, will people get this? Will people understand? You just show up how it feels right for you. Then you say what you need to say and what comes out of your mouth. You do the work that you were born to do. You step into your life the way you're choosing to step in. And if that means some days you feel kind of depressed and under a lot of anxiety and stress, then guess what? You honor the fact that that day or that period of time, you're feeling some depressive thoughts and you're just not feeling like life is out there for you right now. And you're feeling a bit of anxiety and stress and that's okay. And then I invite you to take that moment, pause, bring it back to the present moment and take a look at within those feelings, whether it's depression or anxiety or stress or some traumas that have happened that are, that have been a bit triggered for you or you're angry or you're happy, but you just don't feel like here's that should word. You should be happier, right? You feel like you should be happier. You feel like you should be doing more. 
you, you feel like some of that imposter stuff again, or you feel like you're not worthy, or you feel like you're not doing enough, whatever it might be in your life or your business or your relationships, I would then invite you to take a step back in that moment and just really visit what am I feeling right now? Is it that this thing I'm doing isn't fun? Is it that this thing I'm saying doesn't feel right or good? Is it that what I'm about to embark upon just feels like a chore and a lot of work? Because your body, your emotional body, your mental body, your psychological body, your physical body, your spiritual bodies, they will give you clues and insights. They will give you those hints. And the only thing that's required to listen to them and to really tune into them is getting quiet within yourself and asking questions and saying, is this my truth? Is this my vision for my life? Or is this what the marketers or the business coaches or the whoever, whoever's, the husband, the wife, the boss, the parents, whoever, the friends, doesn't matter who it is, a, co- a, you know, a coach, a therapist, a friend, a parent, a boss, a spouse, it doesn't matter. Are they telling me that I should this or should that? Are they telling me that that is good or not good? It's so interesting how we buy into uh, what we perceive to be truths when really it's just a lot of assumptions. And I had this happen recently with a situation that I won't go into detail to protect the sanctity of confidentiality and privacy, but I had this happen where I... I, as Susan, made some assumptions about someone that they may or may not have been coming from a place of integrity or a place of a heart-centered approach to a situation we were both involved in. I made assumptions about that and found myself like kind of angry, found myself frustrated, found myself not surrendered into trusting the process that it would all unfold to both of our best and highest ways, right? Outcomes. And I found myself kind of viewing this person through a bit of a different lens, as though I was kind of judging them. Like, like, oh, well, they're kind of not really in full integrity and they're, they're, you know, playing a game or they're doing this or they're doing that. But the truth is that was all my assumption. I didn't know that for fact. So when I kind of stepped back, I had a friend of mine say to me, why don't you kind of take a moment to visit that within yourself and take a step back and surrender into it and check within yourself if that's really true or is that an assumption you've made? And I I knew logically, intellectually, it was an assumption I made, but I also knew that what I felt was like, no, it's true. You know, it's true. Look at, look at the evidence. Look at what's happening. Of course it's true. And then when I, I've got a smile on my face right now because when I took a step back and I looked within myself, I recognized that it wasn't at all about that person. It was about how it was triggering for me a sense and a feeling of betrayal. And so I looked and, and by betrayal, I mean, I believed a certain thing about a person. I viewed them through a certain lens for quite a long time. And now they've taken an action that seems to contradict that view I had of them. And so all of a sudden, now I'm saying they've betrayed that, that, 
that perspective I had. That's not their role. Their role isn't to worry about my perspective. It's up to me to decide. And when I find that I am perceiving something by putting assumptions into it, well, I'm not really showing up authentically then, am I? I'm not really being the badass me that can stand in my power and my thoughts and my beliefs. And I had to take that step back, go quiet, go within, and really look at what was being triggered up and determining how that was affecting and molding my perspective of this other person and the situation. And so, you know, in starting the show and deciding that I'll say swear words on the show and let my guests say swear words that naturally organically come out, um, in deciding that I would say, I invite you to become the fully spiritually expressed, resilient badass that you are and were born to be, the badassness isn't about being this tough person who, you know, gets into arguments or is super opinionated. It's quite the opposite. The badass you is just you. It's you standing in that power for yourself and deciding when to show up and how to show up. And when you show up in a way like I did with my perspective about this person and situation, I showed up to that situation in my mind in anger and in frustration and in non-surrender and in a little bit of hurt. But when I showed up authentically and I paid attention to those things within me that were actually being triggered, I was able to hold a deep level of compassion and empathy and kindness and love to this person and to this situation, whether they'll ever know it or not is doesn't matter. But within me, I was able to bring that within me to my heart, and it allowed me to shift my perspective about them and the situation. And so, badass doesn't mean you fight for the underdog at all costs. Badass doesn't mean that you always swear or never say a swear word. Badass doesn't mean that you sometimes don't give in to another person when a part of you really doesn't want to, but you know by doing so, you're really going to help inspire them and uplift them. And it's really no skin off your nose to do that because it doesn't really change who you are. That's badassness. And that's badassery. And, you know, a great example of that, I remember because I grew up in the outdoors, I had very, very outdoorsy parents and we camped all the time. I kind of got used to every weekend, you know, being in like flannel shirts and sweatpants and shorts and sometimes taking baths in the rivers when we were camping on an island somewhere or something. And you didn't have a bathhouse and you had the ground, a little hole that was dug in the ground for your, your bathroom needs, right? And I remember no, a lot of people knowing that about me and how I kind of grew up, the very first time I was invited to a very kind of fancy schmancy political dinner where a friend of mine expressed a little bit of concern for me kind of, you know, coming to the event. Not, not like you can't come, but they were like, 
you know, are you sure you cannot swear? And you sure like you, you can uh, like feel like you're going to fit in. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> this isn't the first thing. This may be the first formal kind of this particular type situation I've been invited to, but this is not my first rodeo. This isn't about changing who I am to fit in. This is about honoring the fact that where I'm at, the decorum and the elegance and maybe the etiquette requires that you behave in certain kind of ways. But so what? It's not really a big deal to me then to make sure that I don't say swear words or that I use the proper knives and forks and spoons at the dinner and that I hold the proper etiquette. That's just kind of a common sense thing. And it's no different than when I am in a group of people where there are people who, well, a perfect example, I have family members who do not like swear words. When I'm around them, I work to refrain from saying any kind of swear words. And it's not because they're changing who I am. It's because I love them. And because I love them, I want to honor them. And because I want to honor them, I will watch the words that I say with respect to swear words because I know how offensive it is for them. So it's not really changing me to not say it. It's actually very honoring of me through love and compassion because I deeply love these people that I will refrain from saying it. It's not a big deal. To me, that's badassery. To me, that is showing up authentically as I am because the authentic Susan, the full Susan, wants to always come from a place of love, of kindness, of compassion, of empathy, of caring. And so when I find that I'm not, I have to check in with myself and kind of go, oh, what's going on here, right? What am I being triggered in? What What is really happening here for me that I'm feeling incongruent and out of sorts with being my fully expressed spiritual, badass, divine human self. And so I really wanted to just kind of, you know, come on and share that. I, I was going to do a full episode about swearing, but I elected not to, not because I was worried about, you know, what people would say or think, because if you haven't figured it already, I kind of don't give a flying fuck what people think. And, and I want to, I want to, elaborate on that just for a second. I do care what people think. Of course I do. I'm human. I want to be liked. I want to be loved. I want to be accepted. But I don't define myself by how others think or feel or see me if I don't fit into their mold. I don't try to change my mold or box for them. I am who I am, and I show up the way I show up, and it is what it is. And if they like it or not, that's kind of on them. So that's what I mean by that. But I decided not to do it because I thought, what's the value in that? Like, how is that really going to help? So it's really kind of incorporated in this episode, because the truth is, there was this great spiritual guru guy. And I'm sorry, I'm not prepared. This was literally an off the cuff decision to record this in the moment. So I didn't have I don't have any preparation like I didn't pull up the guy's name, I will find it for you and put it in the show notes. But there is a link on YouTube about this spiritual guru guy, and you could just type this in on YouTube for yourself, I'm sure, who did this whole thing about the word fuck. 
And he's this guy who's really, really revered in, in, you know, in the community and in the world from what I, what I gathered. And he's in this big hall, like sitting on this throne. And he's got, you know, a very strong Indian accent because I, I believe he's from India. And he did this whole long thing about the word fuck. And all these people were sitting in the audience, all of his followers, and they're just hanging on every word because he's going through this whole thing. And, and I've had people say things like, oh, those swear words are very low vibe energy kind of thing. I don't know. You know what? It's about the meanings you give things. And I don't give any meanings to that, that kind of stuff. So to me, it's not a low vibe anything. Sometimes it helps unstick energy inside of me. So I decided, you know, not to do a whole episode about that, but I would invite you to go listen to that because it's actually very eye opening. He's hysterical because he comes at it from every angle. Like when you use it like this as a noun, you're saying this, but when you use it as a verb, but if you use it as an adjective, then it's like that. It's hysterical. It's eye opening. It's powerful. And I would invite you to visit that. I remember going to a seminar many years ago where the host, the hostess had us stand up and say the worst swear word we would never ever want to say out loud. She had us say that out loud in this room of about 150 people. And then she had us say it louder and louder and louder until literally we were all screaming this particular, our own individual swear word that we would never say. Again, I'm going to go back to the place where I say that is badassery. That is showing up authentically as who you are completely and fully. Because in that moment, when 150 some of us were screaming out vocally, putting that energy into that room with this like horrible swear word we would never ever want to say out loud or normally. It was like this huge release of, of negative energy, of expectation, because it was right at the beginning of the seminar. So it was like this huge release of what are the next few days going to bring? Oh, I, I'm at this event. I have to like show up a certain way. I'm here to learn. I'm here to you know, like make contacts and network with others. And, you know, it's almost like we were allowed to take off our masks. We were allowed to take off and get out of the boxes that we had kind of come into the room with. And it just, the energy just kind of cleared away. Everybody felt so much more open and free and vulnerable and willing to just be who they were and are. And it was an amazing event over the next three days. And I became friends with the hostess. And she told me several years later that something I had said when I stood up and took the microphone prior to doing this exercise, when I shared something and I had used a swear word, the fuck word, actually, it how it changed kind of that whole few days because that me saying that gave her the idea to have us do that. And then that opened up this space. Now I'm not taking credit for that, like going, Oh, look what I did. Like I helped change an event. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying she had her ideas, her agenda of what she would do over the few days, but she's an extremely intuitive person. And the event was 
you know, in much more intuitively based. And so me standing up and saying the F word then allowed her to feel the intuitive hit and guidance that this would be something good for everybody to do to kind of clear and open that energy and open that stuck space inside of them so that we could really come together over those few days. And so when we came back from the break and she had us do that exercise, she said the way it felt to her and how it changed things over the next few days was incredible. And so look what can happen when we show up as our badass self. So I just wanted to share that today. I hope that you got value out of today's show. I hope you always get value out of each and every show. Some days it's going to be a little ranty, and some days it's going to be a little bit more, here's these steps and here's these tools. I don't really have any tools for you today other than to go within and ask yourself a few questions. Really check in and see from your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies specifically when you feel like you're not showing up 100% as you, when you don't feel like you're showing up as your highest version of you, when something feels hard or tough or exhausting or overwhelming, when it doesn't feel fun, when it feels like a chore, to really take a look at where you're not showing up as the badass you that I know you are. So look, go have a super badass week Go be that fully spiritually expressed, divine, badass, resilient human you were born to be. And I will do the same, and I'll see you next week. Ciao for now. You've been listening to The Spiritually Expressed Human, a show where we come together to navigate the human experience as the fully spiritually expressed, divine, badass we were all born to be. If you found value in today's show, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and share it with others so that collectively we can come together to raise the global consciousness of the planet and all become the spiritually expressed divine human beings that we are all here to be. If you'd like more information or some free gifts, please go to www.susandesenzi.com and click on the free gifts tab to get yourself started. All the information and links are in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and have a beautifully spiritually expressed badass week.